Enlighten Me, the podcast everyone is talking about with your host, Julian. What's going on? What's going on, you beautiful people? I hope you had a good 4th of July. We're kicking this off on a Tuesday, yeah, the Monday. Um, hope y'all got to watch some fireworks and uh, spend some time with your family. We got a great podcast, you know, another profound podcast, trying to keep it good on Enlighten Me. But before we get started, if you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Enlighten Me. I'm also on Google, Apple, Spotify, and now Amazon Music. Just search Enlighten Me. Give me a little rating, whether you like it or not. And you can email me if you want to contest anything or you want to hop on or know somebody that may actually want to be on a podcast or even some uh, some good old uh, advice. You know, just go ahead and email me at enlightenmejulian at gmail.com. And uh, we'll go from there. And I got uh, Mateo. I met him on Facebook. I saw, I think, your comment, Mateo. How you doing? Great, Julian. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I appreciate you coming on. I really do. I appreciate you, too. Uh, if you can just, oh, the, before we get started, uh, the okay. actual the name of this podcast is um, autism. But, Mateo, you have a high-functioning autism, if I'm not mistaken. It's PDD? PDD-NOS, yes. Okay, perfect. Pervasive developmental disorders. Is that correct? Yes. Yes, Julian. Right. Absolutely. I do have that. Yes. All right. Well, Mateo, if you can briefly just uh, tell everybody about yourself, please. Absolutely. So my name is Mateo Esposito. I am a playwright um, and the set designer, non-union, of course, from Ontario, Canada. And I'm also in technical theater school. I see in college. Okay, okay. So, Mateo, we're going to get down, we're going to start down to the nitty-gritty. When did all this, or when were you diagnosed, was it a diagnosis that you found out about what you had? I believe I was diagnosed at seven or eight, but um, the diagnosis happened with a doctor in Mississauga, which is the, the city next to Oakville, Ontario, which I live. Um, and, yeah, he said, basically, I have autism. And I have to stick with it for the rest of my life, you know. But I, I say, I say, I have a disability package, or a disability. Um, I basically I was handed down a deck of cards. It's not a lot of flesh, but it's a decent deck of cards that I can play with. And I, anyway, I can create some pretty cool things, you know. Okay. How did How did you feel when you first? Well, you were probably seven. Uh, growing up, <laughs> let's say when you're 13 or so. If you remember, right. how did you feel, yeah. I guess, in school, elementary school, middle school, high school? Well, I was bullied. To be quite honest with you, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like my life is not all sunshine and rainbows, Julian. It's it's like um, I got bullied a lot. I had an EA all, all, um, all throughout my high school and, uh, and um, elementary school life, you know, an EA. All throughout, which is an educational assistant, I had special education resource te- teachers look after me. They were okay, but you know, being different is a unique thing, but it's also a hard thing. You know, there's a lot of hardships that come with it, and it's not really easy, but it's not really hard. But you know what I mean? You have to just play with the cards you've been dealt with. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, definitely, life, and yeah. it's good to hear you say that. And we Thank will you. find you, bullies. We will find you and your families. But uh, so exactly, this is good, exactly. everybody. Uh, PDD uh, refers to a group of disorders characterized by delays in the development of socialization and communication skills. That's right. Um, that's right. So you're and you're high functioning. 
So you 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 be able to more independency. Is that correct? Yes, I was high functioning. I'm I'm high high functioning. Yeah, there's oh. bullies everywhere, Julian. So I don't know if you can find them, but there's bullies everywhere. So find well, the ones will... in Florida, you know. Oh yeah, we will find them, and they will pay. But anyway, talking about bullies, um, bullies bullies are everywhere. Like, like Florida, New York. Like, stop being a bully. You know, like not you, Julian. You're beautiful. <laughs> oh, I, oh, I, I appreciate that. You know, I'm getting that off. But bullies are everywhere, hon. Bullies are everywhere, and when you get from an age where you start bullying, you should think about what you think about what you say and what you do. You know, yeah. because thinking about what you do is very, very important to be in life. You know, if you think about the choices you make, you make, then you know, then your prayers will be answered. But the thing is, I got bullied many times, to, and by teachers, by by, and by I'll be teachers. honest, you got, yeah, teachers, of course, teachers can be bullied too. Oh, yeah, I know that part. Yeah. You know, anywhere and anywhere and everywhere. Um, but the thing is, you know, bullying is not nice. Bullying is not nice. It's like we should have compassion and love in the world, you know. But I'm just saying, I'm going off a rant, but you can go ahead now. No, no, no. Hey, this is this is your this is your uh podcast. Okay? Thank you. Um for um so on a bullying note, did anybody ever stick up for you or come to you and say anything like no. anything? No, I had to stick up for myself. I actually had to believe in myself to do what I need to do today, which is very important. I think that people should believe in themselves. People should work hard. People should achieve their dreams. Like, there's a lot of people who get bullied and then, and then believe it or not, um, uh, believe it or not, they don't, they kill themselves or they murder themselves or if you want to go deep suicide. And that's sad. Like, you see that? Everywhere, everywhere, everywhere on the news, on your local radio stations, on on the, you know, everywhere, you know, on billboards, you know, it's sad, like suicide prevention. And I'm not going to get into the nitty, the gritty, but um, but um, yeah, honestly, honestly, um, honestly, like bullying and um, and suicide. Like I wanted to, no offense, I wanted to really suicide last year of my high school life because nobody stuck up for me. Nobody did a lot of that stuff. And it's a shame because, you know, it's a shame that people still do that kind of stuff. And I think ignorance is, is one of the best reasons for it. You start with ignorance, then you bully, then you do, then you do violence, and then boom, it, it's worse, you know? But ignorance is the basis of a lot of things, you know, Julian. It really is, and it's 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 mm -hmm. wild that the fact that nobody really, you know, it was, still goes on today's time, you know, no so it's a little more prevalent that in and in adjourned at, because I guess we have social right. media and all that good stuff, right. so people communicate about it. But that's not right. the answer to anything like that, you know. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Were people exactly. focusing on? Because uh, I think one of the one of the what is it? I think mm -hmm. one of the things, I guess, is uh, the like socialization and communication. So when you communicate with people, is that when they picked up that okay, he he has some type of well, picked up behaviors, yeah, behaviors, um, all that kind of stuff. Behaviors is one of the things they. 
Uh, another thing is my is stimming, which is an autistic trait. Stimming is um is um you know stimming is um I skim with paperclip and twist eyes. You know that sounds really weird. Say it again. But but you know you say you do. Big, so go back. I fidget, tell what you say. Yeah, I fidget. And the sad oh, part yeah, is, that, yeah, the sad part is, is that people look at me strangely, you know, because of that. And that's where ignorance and that's where bullying happens. I'm sure that I repeat myself again, but like I do something different. And people perceive me, oh, that's different. And then they perceive me differently. And to me, that's not right. We should treat everybody with equal eyes and an equal heart. You know what I mean? We live in a crazy, demonic world, yeah. I'll tell you that. You're very evil. Um, so your socialization, mm -hmm. did you ever try talking to people? Did anybody ever welcome you in as, like, you know, a friend or anything like that? Welcoming in friends? Well, I didn't really have many friends going off. The, the friends that I had was um, all special needs. Autism, Down syndrome, all this stuff. Like, neurotypicals wouldn't really want to hang out with me. Because they don't know my, not my style of talking or my style of thinking, but they don't know how to interact with us autistics. And that to me is sad. Very sad. That is. And I think some people are closed off to it. Like, oh, I got to, why would I have to deal with something like that? Because you're a human being. Right. Some decency. Right. I, yeah, I'm a fine exactly. bully. So, um, yeah. so yeah. Go, go a little bit more in depth with uh, PDD. So PDD, NOS, persuasive development disorder not otherwise specified, is basically autism with um with um not a twist, but autism with an interesting facet. I would say I'm high functioning, but I'm not low functioning. I'm in the middle. It's like monkey in the middle, if you know what I mean. But like high functioning would be Asperger's, which a lot of people don't like. And a lot of people don't want me to say that because I don't know why. But Below below the line is like low functioning where people can't really talk and really all that stuff. So and basically verbalizing one word or whatever. That's the spectrum of autism. I'm kind of in the middle. And basically I can do some things high functioning. People can do like Asperger's and I can do and I cannot do some things that high functioning people can do, you know? It, it basically it's it's weird, but that I'm telling you this, but I'm happy that I am where I am because the thing is, you know, the thing is, um, the thing is, um, you know, being with autism, it's weird, you know, it's, it's, it's not weird, but it's different. You know, I don't like being different. I don't like having a disability. I'll be honest with you. And a lot of people say they sympathize with me and I could guarantee all the special needs out there that if they could talk and if they could really look deep into their heart, they wouldn't want it either. And it's sad because being different again comes bullying, ignorance, and hypocrisy, and all this stuff that really, really shouldn't happen. You know, really, really shouldn't happen. But it does, and it does happen every day, every single day. The ignorance and the hypocrisy, and the bullying, and everything. Gaslighting is another thing that comes to mind. Gaslighting with people with autism and everything. But, you know, I'm just saying, Julie, and I'm just saying because the thing is, I'm happy where I am, but, I, but I'm also scared about the future, of what the future would bring to me, you know what I mean? 
and I'm not talking about good things like me being a playwright and all that. It's one of the biggest questions I think is, is and and I don't want to say this, but I'll say it anyway. Where will I go when my parents die? Where will I go with where? Just imagine if I had an autistic son and he was nonverbal, or you know what I mean. And we, if I were to die tomorrow, where would he go? That's a big question that society is trying to face right now, kind of in the autism community. And people are starting to starting to think about that. You know what I mean? Do you um? Uh, so you live with your parents right now? I'm guessing. I do. I do. Sadly, I'm kidding. I love them. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, it's not wrong. I wish I love my mother right now. I'm home cooked meal and yeah. no. Yeah, of course, of course. Mama, I love you. Okay, so they helped you through through in and out. They now, do you have a job or anything? Like they help. Oh. They help me to be where I am today, and I'm very grateful for them. Very grateful for them. My friends and family have been spectacular to me, and um, <laughs> and it's it's funny because you know they have done a lot, and and they and they want me to push push myself further and everything. That's great. Parents should do that. Absolutely parents should push the 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 um the, the um what's it called? The gamut one. Not only for the supports Julian, but for the autistic kid to do their best. My mom always says if you have the right supports in place material, you will be successful. And I'm talking about accommodations. Um mm. special support. I'm in college. I'm in technical production for the performing arts industry. I sit in college. I love that program. It's basically a bachelor's program. But my mom said to me, um, my mom said to me, Mateo, in this college program, if you have the right support in place, you can become successful. And I believe that 110%. I could go even 120% and believe that. And, and I do. Because if we don't have the right support in place, like if we don't have the right companions and the right People that come and help us, and why shouldn't why should we be successful if we don't have it? And we do. You get what I mean, right? Yes, I completely do. And you're 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 young. You're what? You're twenty four, right? Is that is that what I read? I now? am twenty four. And now we're gonna switch it over to a different tone. What what got you in the, the playwriting? And what what got you into that? That's a good question. Um, playwriting. I yeah, I always loved music though. I, lo I always loved writing music. But the play that I that I lovingly created, sorting it out, sorting it out is is an autism play. It's about somebody's ignorance to understand autism and the consequences that follow. It's fantastic, and it got five productions all across North America and more coming, and four to five productions, including a one night only off off Broadway run in New York City online. It wasn't live. It was online as part of the Talking It Out Festival. I was so proud to be a part of that that this year. But yeah, what got me to playwriting was um, my knack for wanting to tell stories. I have to tell you, Julian, that I love telling stories. I love dialogue between people, and I think and I think sorting it out is is a good example of my style of writing and my dialogue and my sort of seeing the world in a different view and then writing about it. You know? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. And definitely, uh, where can anybody check this out at? Like uh, the online uh, this website. Absolutely. I would love to give you guys my website. So it's um about me slash um about me dot or slash material esposito, something like that. No, it's about dot me slash material esposito, and I believe you can put the link on the bottom. So it's about dot me 
faculty I was with you. And you can go on my website. You can see all my plays there. They're fantastic. And the productions that, that I got there. So it's, it's great. I, I love what I do and I do what I love. You know what I mean? So, and uh, anybody that's interested, you can email me and I'll see if I can put it in the description of my, no, absolutely. Please, please. Of my podcast yeah. so I can drive some people over your way so I can yeah. Yeah. learn a little yeah. bit more about Mateo. So, Mateo, you said PDD, NOS, 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 NOS. Yes, NOS, uh, NOS. PDD, NOS. Yeah. NOS, yeah, that's a lot easier to say. Now, yeah. did, I, I know that you're saying that um, you had some of those things. Uh, what about? Inappropriate social behavior, uneven skill development, or motor skills, or anything. Motor skills, like motor skills, motor so skills Asperger's and things of that nature. Exactly, exactly, something like that. Um, motor skills, like I have graphic motor dysfunction, so basically, I can't really, um, I can't really, um, draw properly and everything, which makes me upset because I want to be a set designer as well. And set designers need to know how to draw. They need to know how to take their vision and put it on into a model. And then put it on stage with drafting and all that. So I'm trying to learn that now. But the computer has been amazing, an amazing tool for music and for writing plays and even for set design. Like I'm learning AutoCAD um, in my college, and it's fantastic. AutoCAD is a great resource for people who want to do sets or architecture. It's basically an architect's version of how to build a house, you know. But it's fantastic. Yeah. Definitely. Now I know they have. Some, I can't remember what it, I think it was a Microsoft. Some type of right, tablet exactly. where you can draw and all yeah, that. Yeah. Can you use? Right. Is that is that easier to use? Absolutely, better than picking up a pencil and drawing and drawing it by yeah. hand. Absolutely, like yeah, I, like I do right. stuff on Word, Word um a Word document, and basically it takes lines and shapes and create stuff. Uh, it's fantastic. I love I love what I do and I do it. Like I said, but <laughs> with this, with the um with the thing with the thing. Um, the um, the plays and and the playwriting and the the sets. I like the set design. Um, I always was fascinated into set design and theater when I was a kid. I uh, loved uh, theater and set design. Um, since the end of grade six, which was like 12, eleven or 10, 10, 11. so that's even before my high school sophomore and high school years, which is amazing. I went. Uh, I went to the end of grade six to now into the theater industry. And I made so many connections and so many people along the way encouraged me and everything, including my family, including some people like um, friends of mine who are in the industry saying, you should do this, you should do this. And here I am a few years later doing it, you know? Yeah, I say, why not? Okay. Yeah. Now, what, what do you think the, the biggest hurdle you face today or you may worry about? In the future, I know you said something right. uh, briefly on it earlier. Absolutely, I can I, There's a few. One thing is, uh, is like I said, where will I live? Because where will I live if my parents were to die tomorrow? My parents are getting up there. No offense, but but that's not my point. My point is, if they were to die tomorrow, where will I go? If one of them has a heart attack and dies, where will I go? A group home? You know, a, a semi-independent living? So people have to be conscientious and think about this. Think about all these little details and all these little tidbits. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? Because that's the biggest, one of the biggest hurdles is it's scary to navigate life. That's basically the big hurdle is, will I get a job yeah, in my field? Really. You know yeah. what I mean? Will I get a job in my field? Um, will I get, you know, a, a place to live? 
well, it'd be a decent place to live. What about food? What about water? What about, you know, what about electricity? It's all this stuff that people should be understanding. If you have an autistic son or daughter or, or any special needs, you should be thinking about this because, because we are increasing. There's a lot of people that increase. Um, the diagnoses are increasing. Like the, the numbers are increasing. Autism happens more and more and more. So we are increasing by day by day. And if you have an autistic child, especially child, it's a blessing in disguise. It's amazing. But you have to be conscious about all these questions about where will I go? You know, because some autistic people can't really go to proper colleges and universities because of their dysfunctioning and because of the requirements and everything. It's really kind of sad, you know? It, it is, and I know that it was one, like yeah. you said, I, honestly, it is increasing. It was one, yeah. one yeah. 150 children in 2000 to right. one, in, one in 54 in 2016, and now it's one in 44. I don't yeah. know why it's increasing. I tried looking up some information, but I, I couldn't I don't figure out. Really. I don't know yeah, but, but we are increasing, so, but, like, we are increasing, but, you know, but it's sad because... It's sad that the world is not ready for us. The world is not ready as customed to neurotypicals or other minorities. Like, they're not ready for us. Like, for example, um, we, like I would love to be in this industry, the performing arts technical production. I had to go to college, and that wasn't easy. It was a challenge. It was a big hurdle to get up to get up every day and to, and to get my grade twelve English and my Ontario secondary school diploma. I did it. I'm proud of myself, absolutely. But was it a hurdle? Yes, it was. And did people believe in me? No, they did not. They did not. They thought that I was going to fail in college. Actually, I heard it through the grapevine that that some people said Matteo won't survive a day in college. Well, but guess what, Julian? And guess what, people? I survived a year on online and one year on campus and I and I will never stop learning in this industry so if I can do it anybody can like you know with autism or not you know what I mean yeah you, you're very positive about and it seems like you're thank you. I try, structured I try. and headstrong based upon you, what you've you. gone through thank you yeah and, that, and that, that's what that's what uh drives me Excuse me. That's what drives me in life when people go against the odds. Where people should like they shouldn't even be there. Like first of all, who you who do you tell me? Second of all, exactly. I, I'm going. I'm going to eat. I'm going to do what I have to do to get by. And exactly, judgment, exactly. You, you cast exactly. your judgment on me means nothing. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a shame because sorry, it's a shame because people like another thing is people don't want to achieve their dreams. Like I want. Like I want. Like, I'm an encouraging person to say, go after what you want. You will be sorry if you don't. People, like, it's the North American dream. I say it's the North American dream because America, you can get up and and get up and um, achieve what you want to achieve. You have Broadway and everything. Canada is a bit different, but Canada, you can still do that. No, oh, Canada, you can still do that. But it's sad because people... Well, look at look at the steps to get to where they want to be, and see that's too hard or that's too challenging. Do it, towards Julian. Do it, or you'll be sorry. When did you, know you get mean? here in the states? When did you come from Canada? How old were you? I was born in Canada. So yeah, I was, then you I got, you're born, here in the states right now, right? 
Yeah, I was born in Canada, born at Mathfield Hospital, beautiful hospital, lovely doctors there. It's a children's hospital in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I loved it. I loved it. But like, but then that turned to a lot of a lot of sickness, a lot of operations, a lot of this and that, a lot of mental health issues as well, you know. But again, I have to keep head strong, head strong in what I want, and what I, and because I know what I want, but I don't don't know how to get there. The path to getting there is is a lone path, like you know, a lone path. But honest okay. to goodness, like I love what I do and I do what I love, you know. And yeah, I think that would drive the life right there. That's a very good life exactly. right there. You love what exactly. you're doing, doing what you love. And you and you're very you're very stoic, you know. That's you. that's I, I can't Thank say you. I can't say the least. Thank you. Like, Thank you're, you're very Thank stoic. You. Um Thank you. What, before we wrap this up, what what is something that um you want everybody to know? Because you've been spitting facts. He's spitting them. But what is something Absolutely. that you know is on your heart? No problem. Uh two things. Don't judge don't judge us. Get to know autistic people because you know, I'll I'll be honest with you. Don't judge us. Um, in sorting it out, uh, in sorting it out, uh, there's a there's a line that Bob, one of the characters, says, uh, "Don't judge a book by its cover." Like, and and then Ed says, "Who's the ignorant person in the play?" He says, "I'm a fool. I'm a fool. I I know all about that." Of course, he thinks that he knows it all, and that's another thing about. People, do you think you know about autism? Well, if you met one person with autism, you only met one person with autism. And another thing is believe in yourself. That's what I think. And I'll leave it there. Now, a question that I've heard somebody say, uh, I was one of my right. best friends back right. in the day. Said, yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you get upset when people say they feel bad for you? Like, Because you don't feel bad for mm-hmm. yourself. Does that upset you? I get down a lot. I believe it or not, Julian. I get down a lot. I do get down a lot on myself, but I have to pick the pieces up. You want to be treated equally, correct? I I would love that, and I would love any autistic special needs to be treated equally, just like a normal person. But that's society today. They don't, you know. Sad. So for for them to say they feel bad for you, does that does that? How does that? How do you take that? Well, if they feel feel bad for me, don't. I feel bad for myself. Actually. I do feel bad yeah. for myself in getting this. So you know what I mean. So I think it goes both ways. Okay. Yeah. I, I think uh, if you're, I see you making moves. I'm not gonna feel bad for you. Like what? You know, he's a he's a person moving. He's a human being doing what he right. loves. Why Why would I feel bad for him? He's he's happy. You know. Exactly. And that would only exactly. that would only contend to what you're already feeling yourself. Like you know what I'm saying? If you're feeling bad, and I feel bad absolutely. for you. But where's the positivity yeah, at? Of course. Yes. Man. Yes. Yes. Sorry, but my head's been in a different space about these bullies. I'm going to find them. That's okay, yeah. I know bullies are tough. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. I think. Was I a bully back in the day? I think I was once. Was I? Yeah, that's why I started working out. But, Mateo, I appreciate you hopping on this uh, podcast, and I appreciate you mentioning me. We, we we got this done pretty quick, like what we talked yesterday. Yeah, I, absolutely, yeah. It's been a pleasure, Julian. Thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, don't be a stranger now. We can do it. We can do more than one. All right. Absolutely, of course. All right, y'all. That's uh, Mateo dropping some bombs, dropping some knowledge. I'm I'm lost for words, and I appreciate everybody for tuning in and listening. Don't please don't please don't forget about subscribing to those channels. And that's enlightening me. Signing off. Thank you, Mateo. No problem. Thank you. All right. All right. Y'all take care now.